Father, Heavenly Father, we just come to you tonight in the mighty name of your Son, Jesus, Lord. We just thank you, Father, for this opportunity, Lord. Lord, we thank you, Lord, that you can put joy in our hearts, that, Father, we can still find humor in your word, Father, in your teaching, Lord Jesus. And, Lord, we don't come here and sit like stiff apples, Lord, and then, we, Lord, we really get to enjoy you, enjoy your word and enjoy the time together. And, Lord, most of all, we get to, we get to enjoy our time with you, Father, as you lift our spirits and in, in dissecting your word tonight. We just ask you, Lord, Holy Amen. Spirit, to be with us tonight as, as, we, as we go through this. In Jesus' name, I thank you. Amen. Okay, guys, welcome to our podcast for this evening. What your, what your tongue creates and the power that sits inside your tongue. So we're going to sit down and I'm going to get back to there's a, there's a very interesting read that happened where um, one of the teachers of the word has sat down and said the, the famous quote that sits and says that we live in a universe. And if you break up the word universe into uni and verse, the word uni stands for one or single, and the word single. verse stands for a spoken sentence. So we stay yes. and we live in a single spoken sentence. And that single spoken sentence is, God said, let there be. Out of the okay. words of his mouth, we are formed. Out of the words of his mouth, the, uniform, the universe was formed. Out of the words of his mouth, everything was created. And this is what we are going to talk about. The Bible sits down tonight and it says there that we have got the power, the same power that was in Jesus is now in us. The power that God, the Spirit of God was in Jesus. And the same power that was in Jesus is in us through Holy Spirit. So if God... Uh, Jesus and the Holy Spirit are one and the Holy Spirit lives within us, we carry the exact same creation power as that that spoke the sun, the moon, the stars, the fishes, the birds, the water, the sand, the plants and the firmament into existence. And this is going to be our topic for tonight. We're always talking about how we've got to guard our mouth. We're always talking about what we have to do as far as being careful with our mouth. And this is where I think we need to start. Genesis 1.1 says, God created the heaven and the earth. And on the earth, all void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. God saw the light, that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness and he called the light day and the darkness he called night. And in the evening and the morning was the first day. Right there is what I want to talk about. I want to talk about the fact that God created, even to an extent, light. There was nothing. The earth was a void. And it was filled with darkness. And it was just the face of the deep. And there was nothing. And God came and said, let there be light. Let there be. And God created. You can continue down in the scriptures and you'll see everywhere it comes. God spoke. He spoke the waters. He spoke the animals. He spoke everything into existence. He spoke it. What he said from his mouth actually happened. If we are sitting down and exactly. And if we are same power inside us. And this is the discussion for tonight. <clears throat> so I want to share a little bit of a testimony with you guys as we get started. Just I'll, I'll open up the little more of a discussion topic tonight. 
when I, when I sat down and I first got saved, I shared it with you guys, but I'd like to share it on the podcast. I think it might bless somebody out there. When I first sat and got saved, one of the biggest things that happened for me was that I had on this because I was following a very famous pastor. And he sat down and every single time you hear him talk, he talks only positive. He's only got something positive, but it's something positive that he talks over himself. So he'll sit down and say, the spirit of increase is on me. Say that, you know, he's debt free. Or he'll say things like that. And he'll say things like, I'm never, ever sick. I never, ever get sick. And he actually, people sit and think that he's been arrogant to a point of arrogance is the fact that money is not a problem for me. Sickness is not a problem for me. Poverty is not a problem for my family. Um, all of these things, the, the, whatever it is that comes, if, if something comes against him, he's going to be like, you know what? I'm just going to get through this. Why? Because I'm just that guy, you know? I'm the guy that just finds his way right through problems. I'm, just, I'm a lion killer. I'm a lion slayer. I used to sit and do that. I used to say, I'm the fireman of the world. I'll put out any fire you have. I'm a lion. I'm a lion tamer. You put lions in front of me and I'll tame lions. You know, when I walk into, when I used to walk into meetings, to walk into deals, and you guys know I've dealt with very, very big deals and very big contracts. When I've gone and walked in there, I've had this, this, this confidence about me because my mouth was always, I'm going to walk in, I'm going to get it. You put me in the meeting and I'll get the deal. You put me in a meeting and I'll get the contract. You put me in, in front of the client and I'll get the money. You know, that's exactly what it was. But I would speak that. And I taught myself to speak that. And we've been on this journey for this week um, as a group. And that's why I think this is a very, very nice time to share it. Because it's something we're currently busy dealing with. Is the fact that um, there's, there's, there's a, a, a famous um, a neuroscientist. I don't really want to mention anybody's name on the podcast, but there's a, there, there, what she does is she's got this teaching where your brain can't multitask. And because your brain can't multitask, you sit down at a point where um, you can only do one thing at a time. So if you're sitting down and you're thinking about something negative, the worst thing to do is to tell yourself not to think about it. Because you can't stop yourself from thinking about something. You can't do that. Either you're thinking about it or you're trying to stop yourself from thinking about it. But when you want to sit down and change your way of thinking, when you want to change yourself, like if you're thinking about um, you're driving along, if you're driving along the road and you, you're sitting and you say to yourself, okay, all I must do is I just must drive off the side of the road. You're going to be so focused on not driving off the side of the road and so focused on be like, just remember not to drive off the side of the road. Just remember not to drive off the side of the road. And it's going to, it's going to be completely hindering you the whole journey that you've got. But if you get yourself to a point where you stop thinking about driving off the side of the road and then focus on driving smoothly. So put your brain and focus on something else. So start focusing on the direction you're going. Start focusing on the destination. Start focusing on maybe pay attention to your speed. Do something else and that other one will go away because your brain can't do two things at once. So, you know, we find ourselves in a lot of negative. We have to train our minds to actually get into that positive space. And one of the things that's helped me is I used to write down affirmations where something bad out of right back but i'd pull it out i'd sit and i'd give it right back i'd give it an i'd give it an answer if a problem comes no weapon formed against me or the head and not the tail bless going in and bless coming out if i'm sitting down and there's a problem that's sitting facing me get to this mountain move i believe in my heart that this mountain will be removed and i will have this mountain move because i will have what i say 
Those are the affirmations that you sit and you say. And by doing that, you're going to train your mind and you're going to train your heart and you're going to feed your heart. The abundance of the heart that speaks. This is what the Bible says. So I would like for us tonight to talk about that. The power of creation in the tongue. What do you guys have to say? Gee, thanks. Thanks for putting me on the spot there. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> what a good friend. <laughs> There was a there was a few things I wanted to actually chat to you in in what you were saying, Nana. But uh, to be honest with you, it's actually just lost me a little bit. But um, something that that you spoke about earlier on, right from uh, in Genesis one. Um, in fact, you know, we said that uh, that God said, "Let there be." And uh, and I think if we have a, have a look at that word in the context or those words in context correctly. Um, you know, it was it was like God was commanding it. He wasn't just he wasn't just speaking word. Oh, oh, that's something I wanted to say. So, so yes, we can say things, and and we've got the power to sort of say things. But what about um, actually believing what we're saying? Hmm. Does that not play a role in 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 our, our decision making or or you know putting things out there? You understand? You know what I'm trying to say? So. So if because we can just say words, mm. but are they not just words without meaning? Because what is the meaning? The meaning is to have something deep and rooted inside of your heart. Is that not correct? That's correct. Yeah, I think there's going to be so, what you're trying to say, Darren. It's going to be there's going to be power behind the words. It's not. It's not just a matter. Of, yeah. You're not just saying let that mountain be moved. You you're actually saying let that mountain be moved. There's power behind your yes. words. Yes. So now let's look at it in this light. So uh, as as you were mentioning, Brad, you know you walk into a, into a meeting and you're faced with a, a predicament, and the first thing you go to is your affirmations. You know, I'm I'm blessed going in, blessed coming out. Yeah, those are all great affirmations, but if there's no power and there's no meaning behind it, um, you know. If you don't believe it, it, you mean? Yes, hundred percent. So, so here's another scenario. So now, before I go into that meeting, right, I've got doubt in my heart or doubt in my mind. Let's talk about the mind rather. Now I've got doubt in my mind, but I sit there and I say. Um, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Um, I'm the head and not the tail. I'm, I'm blessed going in, blessed coming out. But, but there's doubt in my head. I, I think there's going to be a problem there. But then let me put, let me ask you this thing. So, so faith yeah. comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. So if you are sure. sitting down and constantly saying that, if you're constantly affirming that, are you then not, are you then not hearing yourself say it? Because you are the expert in your life. I mean, whatever you say comes out of whatever comes out of your mouth goes into your ears as well. Sure, yes, yes. You know, don't, okay. be, landing, well, don't mean, be landing that in that arena then. I mean, if you sit and look at 90% of these guys here, you take, you take this exactly what I'm saying now with regards to creation. You look at 90% of these um, people that, um, what are they? Life coaches. You know, they sit down. One of the biggest things they do is they try and get your, they try and get you to talk positive. They try and get you to be like, Correct. when you go and see something, say, I've got it. I've got it. I'm going to do it. I can. I can. You know, I can. Yeah. And impossible yeah. means I'm possible. You know, that kind yeah. of stuff. You know, it's trying yeah. to get yeah. you to change your talk because negativity, negative talk that's coming out of your mouth 
is dangerous yes. because if you're sitting down with the spirit of God in you, your mouth is dangerous. Because yes. whatever you say is going to happen, you know. So the devil doesn't, you know, you, you sit and you think about it. I mean, like Satan, Satan, he's blind, deaf and dumb. You know, mm -hmm. let's, let's call him what he is. Because he can't curse somebody without using your mouth. He can't steal something without using your hands. And you yes. can't look at something without using your eyes. And if what okay. holds creation value isn't your hands, what holds creation value is your tongue. Because right in the beginning, God never touched anything. The only thing that God touched when he created was man. That is why we are yes. touched by the finger of God. But outside of mm. that, everything that was created was created by his mouth, was by what God said. So if that's mm. the case, surely Satan is going to be after that. This is why you look at negative people when you stand around them. It's very taxing on you. But when you stand around mm. people that are very positive, man, you don't want to leave. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to leave. Mm. And, and, and as human beings, I, I mean, I don't know about you, but I mean, I know for me, if you're sitting inside something and somebody's talking nicely and they're paying you a compliment or, or they're talking nicely about situations that happen and they're not negative, you want to live in that conversation. You actually want to be there. I was reading, I was reading a book now, you know, um, one of Carnegie's books. And it sits and it says one of the best ways to win friends, the one of the best ways is through compliment. The best ways is through compliment. Because people don't, people want to be around people that they think they impress. Sure. You with me? So you're talking life into it by being positive. Mm, mm, mm. You know? Mm. Okay. What do you think, Louis? No, I'm, I'm with you there. I definitely agree with what you're saying and what Darren is saying. Um, there, there is power in our words um, and everything, in everything that we say. I mean, I just opened up here to, to John 15 or, to, or to, to, to John. And then in John 15, it speaks about the true vine. And Jesus, Jesus says there, he, one of the words he says, for the word that I have said to you. Let me just read it here to you quickly. Um, sorry, I just lost it. So, it says, you are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me and I in you as a branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine and you are the branches. He who abides in me and I, I, I in him bears much fruit. I'm coming to the, to, to, to the point there. For without me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and withered. And they gather them and throw them into the fire and they are burned. If you abide in me, my words abide in you. So the words that we speak are the words that come from, and, and the words you, you were mentioning earlier, Brad, was if we speak in affirmations, we are speaking the words out of the Bible. And there mm. Jesus is confirming it. He says, if we, he says, my words in you. And, and then it says, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. By this, my father is glorified that you bear much fruit. So you will be my disciples. Yes. So when I'm reading, you, you, so when I'm reading that, you see.
Information. We, are, we, are using, we are using the words that God has given us, his words, to, to affirm that our authority in, in, in our life. When in the meeting situation, like you say, Brad, you know, you're saying you're the tell, you are the head and not the tail. You, you, you're confirming that, you know what, I'm, I'm a champion. And that's how God sees me. God sees me as the head of my family. He sees me as a prince. He sees me as a priest. You, you, you see what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. And you sit down and I mean, there's like, there's, there's one guy that we follow that, that I've, I've, I've listened to the other day. And he's got this famous thing where he's saying, you've got to get around me. Because if you get around me, everything just works. And he's so confident in what he's saying. And you know, it's like, oh, this guy's a scam artist. He's whatever. You read all these comments and whatever about him. But there's a lot of people that don't feel that way, that aren't. You know what I mean? And, you know, there's always going to be the naysayers that are going to be around you when you start doing that. But this guy, when you sit down, and I mean, I listen to a lot of what he's doing, and he's just standing there like, whatever I touch, it turns to gold. Whatever I'm going, if you come around me, if you've got to look at the things. And I mean, the stuff he's talking, he's, he's just talking power. He's just talking positive. You know, he's just, he's, he's laying such seed down. Um, whether, whether I, you know what, I agree with you, Darren, 100% in the fact that we have to believe what we're saying. But we've 100%. got to train, we've got to train our mind to get to that mm. point of believing what we're saying. Because you've yeah, got a whole yeah, world yeah. out there trying to train us to not believe what we're saying. So we've got to get 100%. our mind to a place where we get there. That's what I'm saying about the faith comes by hearing. So until yeah. you can get to that point where you believe that you are the lion slayer, where you believe you are the one that closes everything, you, because your mouth can't say it and won't believe it. I mean, if you walk into a meeting now and you've been, and everything for the last 20 years of your life has been a failure and tomorrow you wake up and you say, okay, you know what? I am a success. You know, right there that you are lying because you've been with you for the last 20 years. You know that you are lying. You don't believe that at all. You know, you're saying it and this is out of your strength and you're going to get tired and then you're going to wake up, you're going to get in your car, you're going to drive down the road and something's going to go wrong and you're going to go, I am a success and something else is going to go wrong and you're not, I am a success and something else is going to go wrong and then you're going to uh, curse word, curse word, curse word, curse word, curse word and then you're going to come up, I <laughs> failed. You get what I'm saying? But if yes, you have yes. to get to a point now where you, are, where you are standing at that place where you have lost complete confidence in yourself and there is nothing that you believe that comes out of your mouth, then don't say what comes out of your mouth. Say what comes out of the Bible about you. Mm. Gideon was told, Gideon was told when he sat down, when God went and he sat down, he sat and said to the angel, why have you chosen me? I'm the least of the least, the smallest of the smallest, the weakest of the weakest. Why have you chosen me? And the angel turned around and said to him, if you want to know what God thinks about you, go and listen to what your enemy is saying. You with me? So he had yes. to stop listening to what he was thinking and what he was saying about himself. And he had to go and listen to somebody else. And the reason the enemy told him to go listen to the, I mean, the reason God told him to go listen to the enemy is because the enemy was plotting against what God showed them about him. You get what I'm saying? So God yeah. showed yeah. them how dangerous he was. So when he put his ear against the tent, he heard how afraid these guys were. And he's like, well, if that's how they see me, then that's what I must be like. So if you're going to turn around and go in your day, I am blessed going in and blessed coming out. Well, I never said that. God said that. 
I'm blessed in the field. I'm blessed in the I'm blessed in the field. Blessed in the city. Blessed in the valley. Blessed on the mountain. I didn't say that. God said that. You get what yes. I'm saying. That's a different ball game, but it's coming out of your mouth. Yes. But it's coming out of your mouth, and you're speaking exactly the exact. You, you, actually, wait, wait. Let's let's take this one little step deeper. Genesis says, God said, "Let there be light." That was the spirit of God talking. Now, when you sit down and say that no weapon formed against me will prosper, I'm the head and not the tail, I'm blessed going in and blessed coming out. The exact same God, the exact same spirit that said, let there be light, is saying that out of your mouth. It's the exact same one. It's not even you, it's him. It's him, yeah. Think he about in Take a minute and think sure. about that. It's not you. It's him. It's his word. It's his word that he wrote down. It's the same one that said to the sun, to the moon, to the stars, to the fish, to the animals, let there be, be, and they were. It's that same creative spirit. Wow. That same one, that same spirit, that same voice. He's saying it now, but he's doing it through your mouth. Because it's not your words, it's his words directly from Genesis 1 verses 3. My goodness. Sure. So, you, so, when, you, so when you look at a tree, you know that that is not a lie because it said it. And when you're saying that, Brad, and going back to this, to this John 15, it, Jesus says, yeah, says, Abide in me and I, and I in you, as a branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it, it abides in the vine. Neither can, wow. neither can you unless you abide in me. So that talking to what you just said, it's when we're in the spirit and, we, and, and Jesus, if we are abiding in Jesus' word and, we, enlist, and we, we trust in him fully, he is in us. So whatever word we are speaking, he is, he is speaking through us. Man, man, that is awesome. Wow. Now, just with what you said, you know, I, I think I shared a bit of this the other day about me and the business. Um, now, I had a lot of, I've been there, obviously, with the struggling a bit and the, through COVID and that, um, I, had a, I have had a bit of negative thought um, over the business about rather just closing up and coming back home and working from my, my garage, you know, and then, you know, I started seeing how that affected me and affected, actually affected my, my production and my business. And then after our discussion um, about, you know, that's that, you know, this, the spoken word, where, how we see things and what, how we say it, you know, I can, I can definitely see a difference because purposely sort of doing positive stuff. So those negative thoughts are, 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 no, are gone. So now in the mornings when we pray at the factory, it is, thank you, God, you have kept these doors open. These are, this is your factory. This is your door. You've yeah. kept it open. And, and, and that's, been, that's been a massive, massive thing. Not just definitely for me, but even for the workers that pray with me in the morning, even for the guys that, for my guys that pray with me in the morning, even for them to, to, to hear that. That you know that that it's not me opening the door every day. It's by the it's by the power of God that our door stays open, even through our struggles. It's through the power, His power, that our doors stay open. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's that affirmation of saying, 
that, that, that no, no man can, and I say that no man can close this door that you have opened. That's yes. the word that I, that's the word I speak over the door now, you know, and, and that negative thoughts, only time it comes up is when we have this kind of discussion. Yes. But you see, you're yeah. believing it now. You're starting to believe it. hundred percent. You know, you, you mix it in with the inspired word. I mean, whenever you're talking out of the word of God, it's not you saying it. It's not your intellect. It's not your understanding. You're actually repeating something that God said. So it's not you talking. It's him talking through you. That is why it's a sword that needs to be wielded with your mouth because your mouth is wielding a sword, you know. Um, and, and, and when you start doing that, you're creating a fountain of sweet flowing water. You know, and, and the Bible says, the, the, the word says that, that, that the power of life and death is in the tongue. And when you can train your tongue to, to, to be obedient to a creative spirit, whatever you say is going to happen. I mean, we spoke of this last time, where it says, whatever you say will happen. You will have whatever you say. You've gone quiet there and have we scared you, buddy? No, no, not at all, not at all. No, um, I think there was something pertinent that Louis was talking about now. You know, with regards to the factory and things like that. I'm sorry. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Uh, eh? P- pertinent is a good word, Louis. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> what does? It... I'm sorry. I'm sorry because I made Darren think. There we go. Yeah, yeah, you, you made me think, thank you. Yeah, you know, I mean, couldn't you have just waited until tomorrow? I mean, what's wrong with you? <laughs> I can work with <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're giving me right? some work, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, so, so with regards to sort of just, you know, packing it in and, uh, and, and just maybe carrying on from home or whatever the case may be, maybe closing the business, whatever that is. Those thoughts have crossed my mind many a time, many a mm-hmm. time, dude. Um, you know, in, in my, my real estate uh, career, uh, in uh, every year without fail, um, I get to a place where I'm like, maybe I should just pack this in rather. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm muk, I'm tired. Uh, for those listeners out there, muk is tired. Um, you know, so <laughs> you know, so we we you know, I get to a place where I'm like, you know what, I've had enough. Um, maybe I should just pack it in and, and go and work for a boss again. Um, yeah. and 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 it's always, always, always around finance, always. And uh, and and I have to get to I have to bring myself to a place where I I actually block myself from thinking like that. So I actually, you're right, you know, with regards to that affirmations. And, um, you know, so I, I've, I've always had this affirmation that I will always make money, always. Um, the, the level as to what I make, that's, that's in God's hands. But I will always make money. So if it's one rand or it's uh, a million rand, I will always make money. Um, and, and that's what I've made myself, well, not made myself, I've pushed myself to believe. Um, and yes. so when I get to those places, when I get to that place where I'm like, you know what, I just feel like packing this in, I'm tired, then God reminds me, you know, the Holy Spirit comes down and he reminds me and he says to me, but didn't you say you will always make money? Yes. And, uh, and then it's like, yes, thank you, Lord. Thank you actually for reminding me about that. You know, so yes, I, I'll make money. So 
sort of pushes me to carry on going again. Um, but th- so, so if I can, yeah. yeah. So if if I can interject quickly there, so to just so, so making money, we we all have to make money, but I think yes. I think at the same time we I think we need to put not necessarily a figure, but we need to put a goal with with that. Because we're speaking to a mountain, we say our goal in the mountain in front of us is move the mountain. Yes. The mountain will move out of our way. So yes. if, we, if we're speaking to our finances and we are saying, Darren, what you're saying is 100% right. And, and I think God spoke very well to you when he, when he said, you, know, you said you will always make money. But you didn't, say yeah. how, you, you didn't put a goal in front of, uh, in front of that money. You didn't well, say... Yes, correct. I, yeah, I, haven't, I haven't claimed that. Yes. Yeah, so maybe that's that's the thing around it. I mean, for all of us, maybe that's that's definitely a big thing around. Is 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 not just speaking a, a word around our finance or like my situation. The fact is actually putting a goal with that word, so that so we've got an ever word with the yeah. affirmation. Like, wow, I mean, one one well, cent is money. If we, but... be- if we believe, but but hear, hear this out, guys. So if we believe that we have got power in our tongue then what Louis is saying is very correct. So then what we yes. need to be doing as a tool for our listeners out there, as a tool, you know, not to just say the word. So yes, it's easy to say, I, I, I will always make money. But if we actually had to confirm the amount, you know what I'm saying? You have to put something further down. So it's not about just making money. Um, it's about, I'm going to make money, but how much? So I if we believe that, that we've got power in our tongue, if we've got, if we believe we have tongue, okay, because that's what the scripture says. Yes. If, if if we have power from our tongue and we believe it, then then we need to call it into existence. That's why that's why a lot of the times you guys will hear me pray, and I will say I declare and decree, and and basically what I'm saying is I'm actually calling it into existence. So I'm declaring it and I'm decreeing it. I'm calling it into existence. So can I give you, can I give you, can I throw something in here a little bit? Okay. So if you, no. what, you talk, what you're saying, <laughs> what you're saying here is that um, if we sit down as far as the business goes, so let me put it into a practical sense then for my business. So if we sit down and we say to myself, okay, you know what? I always make money. My business is prosperous. I actually need to know what that means. So maybe need to go down and sit down and say, right, last year I did a million rand turnover. My last financial year I did a million rand turnover. So my yes. tongue needs to be that I double every year or I meet my targets yes. every year. And then in the beginning of the year, actually make a target because then now I'm, I've got a number. So I'm like, I meet my targets and I always meet my targets and I always meet my targets. Now you're speaking that over you. So whatever you write down as a target, you're going to meet. But you've got to be realistic about your target. You can't sit down now and you've just started a business. You, haven't, you don't know the industry. You don't know anything. And like, okay, well, I'm going to be the biggest marketing company in the world by the end of the year. That's just not realistic. You, you, you understand what I'm saying? But if you turn around and say, well, you know what? I did a million rands turnover this year. It's realistic for me to get to maybe 5 million by the end of the year if I implement certain things. You know, if I implement new strategies, new products, new offerings, whatever it is, if I implement this and get certain clients, it's possible for me to hit the 5 million mark and then say, okay, fine, 5 million is achievable with a reasonable amount of work on it. And then you say, okay, fine, boom. Now the affirmation isn't, okay, I'll make 5 million rand. No, 
the affirmation is I always hit my target. Is that what you're saying, Darren? Yeah, pretty much, yeah, pretty much. So, yeah, so, I mean, it's like being specific, but give it, a, give it an end goal, you know what I mean? Actually, give, yes. your, give your mouth an end goal. Give it, give it a target to hit. Give the, give the for lack of a better word, a place to go. But having said that, Brad, like what you were just saying now, so I just want to, I want to correct something here. So, <clears throat> um, for many years, and, and you know this, Brad, you and I have had uh, this conversation many a time over. So, without I've always me. maintained that I... Yeah, without sorry, me. Louis. We'll, we'll, we'll bring you into the next one. Promise. <laughs> we keep saying that, but we never do. Guys, for you out there... No, but, but now, but Brad, I've made a promise now. I've made a promise. Okay. And I've got to keep my word, you know? Okay. <laughs> um, um, so, so, you know, we're on the topic here of power of the tongue, but over money, right? So, yes, 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 it's not. For many years, I believed that I don't want to make lots of money. And there's specific reasons yes. for that, okay? Now, you and I have spoken about this. Now, you just said something that was, that, that, in my view, needs uh, just hear me right. Hear my heart. I'm not. I'm not blocking you. What I'm saying is, it needs to be corrected. Yes, we do need to give ourselves realistic um, uh, visions and goals and things like that. I, I fully understand and I fully agree with you. However, we must be careful if we have got power in our tongue on what we are saying, because, like for argument's sake, now with regards to me, I have said no. I never want to make millions. Because X, Y, and Z. I'm not going to give everybody the reasons as to why. You got, you know, Brad. So, Louis, I'll fill you in one day, I promise. <laughs> um, but by speaking... A, li that, a limiting factor. You're putting a limiting factor. Well, there's a limit, yes. First of all, we're limiting. Okay, so so yeah, yeah. what we're saying is, God, you're actually not really in control of uh, of 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 the way I do things or uh, you're not really in control of me making lots of money. So that's, that's one thing. So what we do is not just limiting ourselves. We're actually saying to God, we don't believe that it can be pulled off. That's actually what we're saying. So we've got okay. to be very, very careful when we talk like that. So yes, yes, yes. What I'm trying to say, Brad is yes, we do need to give ourselves realistic goals, but we also need to give us goals that scare us. Oh, yeah. For sure. Because if because we then, don't give ourselves big enough goals, we'll yes. never reach further yes. than where we need to be. You understand? Yes. Yes. That's what I'm trying to say. So my 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 area of, of this part where I probably need to actually go to God, not probably, I, I definitely need. Let's use those words. I definitely need to go back to the Lord and say, Lord, I repent for you for, for saying that I don't want to make millions because of X, Y, and Z doesn't Sorry, matter the reasons. The fact is, is that I spoke it into existence. So have I made millions? No. Why? Because I spoke you it into so. existence. So yes. I've, got to, I've got to fix that. Yes. You've got, to, you've, got to, you've got to close those words. I mean, Bible says whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose in heaven will be loosed on earth. 100%. So, you know, so, so you know, and, we are talking about finances here, but I mean, there's many things in life that we can speak negative against. Um, you know, I was listening to a very famous preacher the other day who, who was talking about we talk ourselves out of blessing. Yes. We actually talk, we talk our blessing away from us. And 
And the way we do that is by just talking negative. So God opens a door for us, but we close it with our, with our lips. We close it with our mouth. So maybe what we need to do here is we need to actually, Lord, forgive us. Forgive us for the words we've used. Forgive us for the, 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 the things that we've said. Forgive us for the things we've believed. And then shut your mouth. Not God. I'm not talking to God. I'm not saying God shut your mouth. I'm saying, yeah, Darren Thurtle, shut your mouth. Well, look at this. Genesis 1.1. It's the creation scripture. You know? So that means that, that the power of God's tongue, the power of his words is creation. So whatever he says gets created. It, it gets created which means that it's the most powerful weapon in the universe. And if you think about it in what you're saying now, um, wouldn't you as an enemy want the most powerful weapon um, of your adversary? If you were sitting down and fighting against somebody, you would want what they have as their most powerful weapon. If it's a nuclear void, you also want a nuclear void. But if there's only one nuclear void in town... You're going to want that nuclear warhead. But now it's sitting inside your enemy's camp. And then you sit and you find out, well, your enemy's got a team of people that'll sit down and fire this nuclear warhead. So then if you can't then steal the nuclear warhead, but you've got, you, know who you, who you know who the people are that are controlling that nuclear warhead, then what you can do is try and influence those people controlling the nuclear warhead. You get what I'm saying? So if we are sitting down and we were created with the spirit of God touched by the hand of God and God breathed into Adam and he put his spirit in Adam. No animal has that. Just us. Only us. We're the only creation in the entire universe that God touched with his hands and breathed into. The only ones, right? And yeah. because of that, because we're the only ones that he touched and he breathed into and we're carrying that same spirit. It means that we have got that creation power in us. Our tongue is actually a creator. That's what our tongue is. It's a creator. So the enemy is going to want that because if he can grab that, he can create chaos through the same weapon, which is what you just said. I yes. won't ever make millions. And look. Yeah. Or, or not, not that I won't make. It's like I don't want to make. So yes. that's even worse. Now you've got this nuclear void. You know basically what you were doing with that nuclear void? You're pointing it at yourself. Yeah. You're pointing that gun at yourself because you've got a weapon in your hand. You're taking the sword and you're stabbing yourself with the sword every time you say something about yourself like that. 100%. Because, you, yeah. you know, you know I've, I've got this image in my head, you know. Um, I, had this, I, was, I was sitting down watching um, kids play the one day. And um, they were playing with swords, you know, a little with swords. But I'm talking about babies, but I mean, I'm, they must be like uh, two years old, you know, somewhere there. Very young, very clumsy, can't even speak properly, you know. They, they gave them the sword and the one, and the one baby, they, they, they put like a whole lot of guns and swords and whatever down on the thing. And, and the one child is holding the, the gun by the barrel and trying to dig a hole with the, with the, the butt of the gun because, you know, he doesn't know what the gun is for. Sure. Uh, the sword and he's holding it by the tip of the sword and he's running around and he's hitting a ball with it but he's holding it by the tip of the sword and then the other little kid has sort of got an idea as to what to do with this thing 
And he's swinging it around, but he's got it by the handle and he's swinging it around like he's um, um, uh, some samurai guy or whatever. And then he's hitting himself on the head and he's hitting himself on the shoulder and he's doing all of that stuff. And he sat down and I, th- and I was looking at this. And while I was looking at it, I thought to myself, you know, isn't that how a lot of Christians are with the power of God? Because the word is, the, is, the word, the word is his sword and it cuts, like, it cuts like a two-edged sword, you know? It separates marrow from the bone. You with me? Sure. That is a weapon that we have. Our tongue is a weapon that we have. It's a, it's a, it's a thing to create. We need to hold it. And then I, I sat and I, you, you guys know that I shot professionally. The very, very first thing that you do when you go to gun training and to, and to arms training is they teach you that you always assume the gun is loaded. Always. The most yes. dangerous place to be is on the other side of that barrel. You never stand there. Whether, it, whether you think it's unloaded or not, you never, ever assume because it is deadly. The amount of, I mean, I was sitting and I, I shot in the Nationals and um, one of the, the friends that I was with, they were busy recording it and I was, I was actually coming third at the time and I turned around and they've got, a, they've got this thing where it's called the, the, the break point. Um, you know, the, 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 the line that you don't cross, the 180 degree line. So you, you yeah. can't let your barrel pass the 180-degree line of the range. It's always got to be yeah. pointing down range. And if it crosses that 180-degree line, you get disqualified straight away. It's called a DQ. So well, I think I, I had like two more stages or something to go, and I was doing very, very well. And um, I crossed that 180 line. And I, I did it in fashion. I mean, I was sitting there, and, and, and I went down, and I, I, I was on target. And I literally turned around and everybody, everybody standing behind watching the thing. I just heard like, <gasps> and they were diving and <laughs> it was the funniest thing. But you know, the worst part about it was one of my friends actually recorded it and put it onto YouTube. So, yeah. So, but the, anyway, the point of the point that I'm trying to make is that. And if you want to that, see that video, it's at <laughs> www. <laughs> that we don't care <laughs> so 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 anyway so so basically what happens is what i'm trying to say is in the hands of trained people that know what that weapon is they are so careful do you know that i had to go and i mean this was nationals that i was shooting this was it's probably one of the highest competitions you get in the country just because i made that mistake with that deadly weapon just because I made that mistake, and all the shooters out there that have shot IPSC or IDPA will know, just that one mistake, you literally lose your license. You lose it. Yeah. I had to go and start all over again. I had to go the very first day. I had to go into the training, and I had to learn how to unload my gun, what the magazine does, what the bullets are. What the, I had to learn it from the beginning. All the way in the beginning. Mm-hmm. I had to start the right beginning. there. There you go. Because of the fact that that is a deadly, deadly weapon. And, and as yeah. Christians, as we're growing up, we need to understand that the word of God is a deadly weapon on our tongue. But our tongue is a deadly weapon. We can't walk around yielding it like holding it by the, the butt and digging holes with it. We can't flash it around and hit ourselves on the shoulders and poke our friends and, and do whatever with it. You know, we've got to be diligent with our tongue, you know? 
because it's a weapon and it's a weapon that the, the enemy wants because it's a weapon of creation. It's either going to create good or it's going to create bad. Yeah. Very true. Very true. You know, and we, we, we need to be so careful with it. I mean, it's not, you know, we, we, we just have to be so careful with it. And I'm, I'm telling you, I think 90% of people's problems is because of what they're speaking into their lives. There's a book I'm busy reading. Yeah. This, might, this might help a couple of people. And it actually lines up, uh, it's a Christian book that I'm busy reading now. And it says there, inside that one of the things that does, a sign of spiritual immaturity is a, lot, is a person that doesn't know how to control his emotions. The Bible talks about um, self-control. And one of the things it says is that you mustn't get angry and don't sin. No, it says you mustn't sin in anger. Yeah, don't, don't sin in anger. You can get angry, but don't sin. And then I was reading, I went a little bit further into that and I started reading a little bit more. And one of the things it shows is that people that lose their temper and start shouting and cursing and throwing things around and whatever, when you get to a certain level, a certain maturity level in life, you don't behave that way. You know, adults don't throw their toys out the cot. They hold their tongue and they walk away and they resolve the problem. Because doing sure. that doesn't, you, you understand what I mean? So if we're going yeah, to yeah. get older, one of the signs, one of the signs of a mature Christian is the ability to control what his mouth says. So when you get angry with somebody, you get frustrated with somebody, be angry, be frustrated, but stop. And I was watching, I was watching this program um, where it's got a lot of very wealthy people in it, very high-end business people. And I've dealt with a lot of high-end business people. And one of the things that I must say, that when I've dealt with them, they don't get angry. They get cross and they, they're vicious people, but they don't get angry. They don't swear at you or shout at you or get emotional. They don't lose their emotion. Nothing happens in the heat of emotion. You know what I mean? They'll rather sit yeah. and contain, go back and plot and come back and take you apart. But they don't get emotional because emotional is where danger sits. I think the, the enemy to your tongue is maybe emotion. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. If you let emotion take, get the better of you. Yeah. Then, then, but then doesn't that take us back to, to, uh, you know, what, what you have in your heart, you know? There we go. There we go. Wow. There yeah. We the go. word, the word we speak from our hearts. So the way we behave, the way we carry on, what we say, Will definitely work. Will definitely flow from our hearts. The condition of our hearts. Yes. So, so in fact, um, I'm just reading something now in Proverbs quickly while we were we chatting there. So, so the way to um, basically it says there when wisdom enters your heart and knowledge is pleasant to your soul, discretion will preserve will uh, preserve you. Understanding will keep you. To deliver you from the way of evil, from the man who speaks perverse things. So again, it's talking about the tongue, right? Yes. So it's wisdom. So in order for us, so now we we were just speaking opposite to that, didn't we? We we spoke now opposite um, about our feelings and things like that. What 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 was the word that you used now, Brad? Emotions. Emotions. Okay. So we're speaking from the emotions, but wisdom counteracts emotion. Yes. Because if we if we have wisdom, 
then we won't let motion or emotion get the better of us. So I was just that's that's actually now in Proverbs two, verses ten, and further down. But wisdom tells you wisdom will be the thing that tells you. Listen, emotion is going to make you lose control. That's being wise. While wisdom is knowing exactly. when to hold your tongue. Exactly. Wisdom is knowing the danger of emotion. It's knowing the danger of the fact that what emotion is going to make happen is emotion. Because I mean, think about it. A lot of a lot of crime is like you know what's that crime of passion, crime of you know emotion crime. You you walk in, you get so angry, you black out, you don't know what's happening. So emotions have got the ability to black out. You know they've got the ability to take over, where you actually act in a state where you've lost control, and that's uh, an, a a a influx or an over overflow of emotion can put you there. I mean, if you look at it, one of the the, the biggest things like. Um, Whatever you do, I mean, the, the places that you lose control is in a state of high emotion. You look inside a, a crowd. A crowd is driven by emotion. And they've got a thing there where if you put one person inside a, inside a, a, um, a stadium watching a game, the chances of him taking his shirt off and screaming and painting his face and going crazy is next to zero. But yeah. you put 10,000 people in that same stadium and the chances of 90% of them doing it or 100% of them going crazy and screaming is 100%. Because they're caught in the emotion of the game. They're caught in the emotion of the event. So, you know, emotion is a very powerful tool. And, 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 and if emotion is that dangerous, we need to now learn how to identify it because it's after your time. Because that talks to self-control. Mm -hmm. I think, I mean, we, we could literally go on and on and on for days. Yeah. I mean, just in Proverbs alone. I mean, I, you know, another one I've just flipped over to. I mean, this is this is awesome stuff This that I'm reading here. I mean, if we go to uh, Proverbs 4, verses 18, it says, But the path of the just is like the shining sun that... Uh, shines ever brighter unto the perfect day. The way of the wicked is like darkness. Yes, they do not know what they what makes them um, stumble. Now listen to this, my son. This is God speaking, right? My son would give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep you them go. in the midst of your heart. For they are life to those who find them there we and go. health to all their sure. flesh. There Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it springs the issues of life. Put away from you a deceitful mouth and put perverse lips far from you. I mean, we can just go on and on here. I can find more in Proverbs. I mean, Proverbs is, is literally exactly what we're talking about here. And, 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 and for our listeners out there, if, if, if you guys really want to learn the power of the tongue, I, I would suggest that you read from Proverbs 1 right to the end. Um, and, and you're going to see exactly what God is saying in, in, in light and in lieu of speaking power, you know, the power of the tongue. But I mean, this scripture that I just read now, this is this is awesome. I mean, it just says that the way of the wicked is like darkness. They do not know what makes them stumble. 
That's the power of the tongue. They do not know. Yet it sits in their they tongue. Do but they don't know. know. And it's right in it's right under their noses, literally. Yeah. It must be important because it's highlighted in yellow in my Bible. <laughs> you love that yellow highlighter, don't you? Especially the good stuff. I'll buy you a pink one for Christmas. There we go. <laughs> um, amazing. But sure, I just love, I love that 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 scripture. I mean, that is just awesome scripture. I mean, from awesome. verse twenty. I mean, you guys, I'm I'm gonna put that out for for us to to read as well. But I mean, from twenty, where God is speaking. I mean, He just says. I mean, if we go back to Genesis one, guys. I mean. What did it say? It said, God said. So what, what is he saying? He's speaking. So we are to listen. Yeah. And my son, give attention to my words. What did you just say? We speak and God speaks. We have to listen. But God, God spoke in the beginning. It says that Genesis 1 verse 3. And God said, let there be light. You know what listened? Light. Light listened. Yes. Light yes. The molecules. But hear this, Brad. Sorry. I, I have to say that. it yes. says, be the light of the world. Yes. God, God spoke to it, said, let there be light. And he has yes. told us to be the light of the world. Oh, okay. Now, yeah, stop there now. Why did God say, let there be light? Each other. Yeah. No, because there was darkness. So why does God say to us that we need to be light here on earth? Why does he say that? Because, so there's, we can, we can, because there's darkness. Because there's darkness. And, and guess what is what? darkness? Darkness is darkness is like cold. Cold doesn't exist. Darkness doesn't exist. Do you know what darkness is? It's the absence of light. Absence, absence of light. Like of cold light. is the absence of heat. That's literally all. <laughs> and it so is. yeah, yeah, yeah. What I'm trying to say here, guys. Um, you know, the, the world is dark. People out there, it's dark. There's there's a lot of darkness, and it's the absence of light. So what are we actually saying here? We are saying what? If if we are the light, then we are to be the ones that go out into the darkness and shed that light. That's because right. it says here, yeah, they do not know what makes them stumble. And we do. So if we know, because we've got power inside of us and we are the light, then we are the ones that are chosen and we are called by God to go out and to teach those who are stumbling because they don't know. Darren, you said something to me, uh, and to Louis, you said it in one of our prayer meetings. You sat and said there, and, and, and while you were saying that now, that the world doesn't know where its destruction is coming from. And, and, and you, you sat down and said in one of the, in, the, in the meetings where our tongue has got the ability to create, either yes. good or bad. And when a father says to a child, either good or bad, it will create that which really says. And how many yes. times as parents, we must watch what we say to our children. Because how many yes. times as parents, when you say something, you can create. Yes. You say to your child, you're going to amount to nothing. You've created a big problem in that child's life. A yes. massive stumbling block that he can deal with yes. for the rest of his life. 
you turn around and you tell your child, one, there's a rugby player. I, 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 I really do stand to be extremely corrected. Okay. And I don't know if it is, but for some reason, I've, I've got a feeling that it's, it's um, Pierce Fis. Okay. Where, when he was younger, his father used to call him champ. And he turned up to be one. But yeah. I, I, I think it's him. I don't know if it is him, and I'm really sorry if it's not. But I know there was a Springbok player that played. But, but, but he sat, and his father, all the time when he was growing up, called him champ. And he yes. planted that, planted that, planted that. And he grew up to be a champ. And he was one of the yeah. best players that we've had. Yeah. Yes. But many obstacles in his life. Many in his career, even. But still yet yes. one of the best I think that's important what you're saying, Brad. It's, it's like um, like with Tatum now with, the, with his cricket. Uh, the other day when they were playing a cricket match, um, so actually ended up being the last one of the season, and quite a big game for them. And then um, the, the, the match ended up on, on, as a draw, a 2020 match. So, you know, in the 2020 match when there's a draw, they, yes. they, they, they have a super over which they have to bowl. I know obviously in the Super Over, each team picks a bolo and, they, and that bowler gets to bowl six balls. And obviously the, the team that, that take, gets the least amount of runs with those six balls is that they win the match. Um, so Tatum casually tells me about this and he casually says, no, um, no, I, I, bowl, I bowl the last over. Like, not, nothing, like, like nothing to it. You know, to him it was... Part of the game, it was like, you know, and I said to him, do you realize what you've just said? He says, well, what do you mean, Dad? I said, well, it's, you, won or lost you, the game? You, you won the game for your team. Yes, your whole team took part of it. I said, but more than that is that your coach trusted you enough, the team, the teams, the team in your hands to allow you to bowl and you pitched up and you won, wow. and you won the for the team. That's awesome. I said. I said, but I said, do you fathom? Do you understand what the coach is doing here? And this is the second time that the coach has done something like this, and Tatum has stepped up. And I've had to, and I've had to tell him and remind him, and listen, you are a champion. Exactly what you were saying now, so that so that he can get that into his mind because for the last two years of, with COVID and them not being able to play cricket. He's lost that. He's completely lost it. When he could play very well, and and he's now with all of this happening, he's getting it back. But it's that it's that mindset that you're talking. You know, we also have to speak good things over our children, and yes. and, and that you say. So that mindset. I mean, like tonight, I went to collect him from the club cricket, and the coach, the 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 the, the Super League coach, said to him. Said to him, well done, you know, well done. Said to him, you're, you, you know, you, you, you're bowling very well now. You know, you're doing much better. You know, something, something also, which is, which is encouraging him because it's coming from all sides. So it's, it's, it is very important for us to, um, to say things like that to our children. You know, because the power of our words, of what you're saying, it will either make them or break them. Yes. I think there's that scripture in Proverbs that says, only you only speak that which builds up. Don't break down. And that's exactly what that is. You're building him up. I mean, if you turn around and look at it, you got a child that's disobedient. Think about what you've said to them. You got a child that's obedient, you've probably gone and told them. That is amazing what you said that about Tate. That is awesome. 
You know, and you've got such confidence and it comes from you, but I mean, I've seen you around your kids. It comes from you. I hope he carries it over to the rugby. Awesome. Yeah, thank you. Was it good? Yeah, very no, good very, discussion. Very good discussion. Yeah, yeah. No, it was very okay. good. Very good. I'm glad, and, then, and, and well, I hope I hope that those the, the, the listeners out there, whoever's listening to it, is going to be touched. Now, I pray that over them, actually. I decree and I declare that, actually. Yes, amen. 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 Cool. Darren, do you want to send amen. us on our way, brother? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Our dear Heavenly Father, we just want to, uh, first and foremost, Father God, we want to just give you honor. We honor you, Jew, Father. We just honor you for this evening, Father. We just thank you for this wonderful message that has been shared dear lord tonight we thank mm. you holy spirit for just being with us guiding our lips and uh, and just teaching us something new again tonight father and father i just ask that that whoever is listening to the, the you know our podcast and especially this one tonight father that it would just touch it would touch them father in a in a in a way that would bring change and so, Father, mm-hmm. we, are, we are on a path to help those around us change. And we ask you, Father God, to help us and just be with us, Lord. We thank yes, you, thank Father you, God, for your loving kindness. And uh, mm-hmm. we're just, we, we just in awe of you, Father God. And we love you and we respect you and we revere you, Father. And, Lord, I just want to thank you. That, uh, that you will just uh, be with us as we go our separate ways here tonight, Father God. I pray and, uh, and I declare and decree Psalm 91 over us, Father God, that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Mm. We thank mm. you, Father God, that we are thank blessed. And if those are listening out there, just repeat after us and say, I am blessed going in, I am blessed going out. I am, I am above and not beneath. And I, I, uh, um, I am blessed. Oh, no, sorry, I'm, I'm blessed. I am loved by you, Father. I'm loved by you, God. And we thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are just walking with us every single day. Yeah. And that you are creating the path that we need to be on. Yes, Lord. In Jesus' name. I thank you, Father God, that you will just bless us, that you will keep us, that you will shine your face upon us, Father. Thank, thank you, Lord. you, Lord, that you are gracious towards us, Lord. We thank you, Father God, that you're lifting your countenance upon us right now, Father God. I thank you, Lord, that you are giving us peace. Yes, Father, we just pray peace that surpasses all understanding, Father God. Mm. Mm. In Jesus' name. And everybody agreed and said, Amen. 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 Amen.